This is not a PG-13 movie to see with your children unless you are a particularly emancipated adult. What? <laughs> Matrix got an R and this gets a PG-13? Give me a break. This was a terribly embarrassing movie to see with my 12 and 15-year-old daughters. They, why would you bring them? Why would you take them? <laughs> I expected a PG-13 adaptation of Shakespeare and I got a nearly NC-17. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. That was a one star review for my MDB. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Andrew. Greetings. And Steven. Heidi ho, neighbor. And in this episode, we're reviewing the late 90s high school rom com, 10 Things I Hate About You. We are. Yes. It is, in fact, what we are doing. Yes. <laughs> Let's like, start with a plot summary, and, shall and we? We almost asked that as a question. We are? We are? <laughs> we are? I, Wait. I just want to know what I'm here for. What did I watch? <laughs> All right. A high school the, boy, the Cameron. Series. What? Go ahead. The TV series. Oh. Is there, a TV, is there a TV series? Oh, no. When we when we pulled this up on Disney+, Plus, mm -hmm. it was like two down in the search bar, and Lauren's like, oh, my God, there's a remake. I don't want to know what year that was made. And we went to it afterwards. It's like... 2009. Wait, it's a it's a TV series of first 2009. Wow. Yeah. I That's mean, a wild like okay, so that would have been I guess 20 years after it came out. 10 years. No, yeah. 10. 99. Okay, yeah, yeah, 10 years. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> "Math, how does it work?" I, I'm, I'm not good at it, so that's how it works. Uh, okay, that's a little too soon. To me, it's like you need to get that 20 to 30 year nostalgia gap but, but going also on. It's weird for it to be a TV show. I, I don't know. It may actually do better as a TV well, show. Well, it only got movie. one season, so debatable. Yeah. I mean, if you have what, 10 so episodes. Was there it a you Disney go. Channel thing? I assume so. It had I to be know. a straight to Disney Channel. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, sorry. That's a derail. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's I, always, didn't, I didn't realize that. It's always crazy. fascinating to search for these things on like the streaming platform that it's yeah. on and be like, they made a sequel with Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, like when we did Jingle All the Way. We were like there's a Larry the Cable Guy sequel. Well, I mean, this is just how it works with all Disney stuff. Like, yeah. I still forget that there's like a Lion King two or a Mulan two. Oh, I was sure, like a Lion yeah. King four. Oh, oh God, yeah, they, they did like a lot of a lot of Lion King VHS back in the day. Yeah, little, when they're like three mermaid. Aladdins or something like that. Yeah, well, okay, like now at least with Aladdin, mm -hmm. the first one and the second. Well, the first one's obviously a sure. Yeah. Yeah. The third one is actually pretty good. I've never seen anything past the first. Return to Far was fine. I'm pretty sure I've never watched one of the the. Oh gosh, who was the the CEO back then who was all about the straight to oh, Eis uh, was Eisner? Eisner, yeah, yeah. No. Like straight to D, the straight to VHS. His sequels. whole thing was like straight to VHS, yeah, like make that cash. IPs. Yeah. Where's where's Aladdin 2? Where's Lion King 2? Where's yeah. putting Mer stuff in theaters two. is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the kids the kids don't care. Just they don't, sell them the they schlock. Don't care. Who cares about our brand? <laughs> erode it, erode it, get the money in now. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyways. Anyways, a plot summary for 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> Uh, a high school boy, Cameron, cannot date Bianca until her antisocial older sister, Cat, has a boyfriend. So Cameron pays a mysterious boy, Patrick, to charm Cat. Wow. That pretty much describes it. Basically, a, yeah. A little, yeah. There's a few extra steps. There's in a there. lot. There's a lot. There's, the, the plot for this movie is very convoluted, honestly. Thank uh, one of the writers, William Shakespeare, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just old, old Billy Shakes. What, okay, what? The Taming of the Shrew is the Shakespeare the story. Shrew, it's, okay. it's, it's the same idea. I, I'm actually roughly. not terribly familiar with Shakespeare stuff. And like, they, they pull, so the story takes place in Padua, and this takes place in 
Padua High School. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So they there's pull, a lot of little there's yeah, like, like connections. Patrick's last name is Verona, which is a reference, I think, to Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff yeah, like Verona. that. I knew no Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. stuff that's that's in there like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's cool. I, did, I didn't know that watching this film. Yeah. Oh, there was, so, uh, not to derail. No, go for this, it. This is the first time my wife <laughs> Thought was, I was producing this episode. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I was playing, go ahead, dude. No, no, no. This is the first time that yeah. my wife had ever seen it. And I told oh, her, okay. oh, you're gonna, you're, you'll like it. It's not Eurotrip, but it's kind of the same level of, it doesn't age well in some respects. Yeah, in some but, respects. But you're still gonna like it. She's like, I don't like rom-coms. Well, they, they, there was a quote Early on, and one of the, she looks and goes, "Is this Tammy with the shoes?" Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because she's she's like an English. Major. I mean, she's an English nerd. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Then yeah, she probably caught on yeah fairly quick. Like, yeah, wait a minute, all that just is, went right over my head. This is like right, yeah. fifteen, maybe tops twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. See, like I, I yeah, same way. I'm I'm pretty limited on my Shakespeare mm-hmm. knowledge. Uh, I just not, knew that yeah. because I had heard it after it came out. Oh. Like, yeah. See, talked I about it. Yeah. Pretty much, I knew. After it was out in theaters, people were like, "Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a yeah. modern adaptation of Taming of the Shrew." Oh, yeah, I would also okay. say it's a it's a try it's an attempt at a modern remake of like what feels like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, just for mm. the first half of the film, just okay. because you well, have like well, all the ex- eccentricities of like this Californian school, right? It's it's well, it's Seattle. But, that's a but, lot of. I mean, but West but, Coast, but West Coast, West Coast. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of high school movies, though. If you think about well, it, but though. Like, yeah. you had like each like clique was like, well, these are the cowboys, and they have cowboy yeah. hats, you know, right. like that kind of like nonsense. This is my so my you say nonsense. Is a trench coat. This in was high school. Basically, Not my me. high school experience. Yeah. Really, we had oh, the yeah. cowboys sat oh, at yeah. this table. This, this. So we get to that when we get past the so, info. So the here. problem is but Andrew. Yeah. Andrew went to Coke Mountain, and and <laughs> what is Coke Mountain? <laughs> Oak Mountain. Uh, it's okay, Oak Mountain. <laughs> but Coke Mountain because we had a cocaine problem. <laughs> oh, I thought you mean we all drank Cokey Colies no. on our breaks. Nope. nope. No, so Andrew, wow. I, don't, kind of I don't understand wow. the stereotype. He's like, that's because your people at your high school were all one stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we they really were all did. Coke dealers. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, we just we just had a lot of country boys and yeah that was okay. basically it well that was that was a joke in, in my high school was it's it's like the dukes of hazard if they drove bmws <laughs> <laughs> wow it's pretty much true it's pretty yeah. true yeah all right back on track <laughs> <laughs> this movie was released march 31st 1999 good year directed by uh gil i think it's younger it's j-u-n-g-e-r it could be younger i, I, I think, think it's younger uh he i looked up his uh you know filmography mostly it's all tv it's a bunch of mm. tv tv movies he just happened to break out he also did black knight with martin lawrence it came out like a year or two oh, after okay. this so it seems like he had like a hey i'm gonna try hollywood directing and then it's like didn't like that and it's directing. just all tv and tv movies after that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, written by Karen Karen McCullough, Kristen Smith, and William Shakespeare. It's actually credited. That's uh, kind of cool that they actually credited him for it. I, I guess it's so and, much and of an adaptation have, of Taking yeah, the Street. They have straight to. quotes from the, yeah. the play in gotcha. it. So yeah, like, yeah, you kind of yeah. almost have At to. At that point, you almost have yeah. to, yeah. Uh, music by Richard Gibbs, who... Um, didn't do, have a whole lot to do. Didn't have a ton to do, but also, like, if you look at the... So Ladybugs is another one he did. Have uh-huh. you guys seen that one with Jonathan Brandis and Rodney no. Dangerfield? No. What? That was like a what? constant after-school movie for me. Uh, Doctor Doolittle with Eddie Murphy. Okay, I know um, that one. I've actually never seen that movie. It's it, when you're, you're not, not missing much. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Queen of the Damned with uh, Aaliyah. The I have sequel. seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that. he had a run. It looked like in the mid to late mm-hmm. '90s, early, early 2000s, 2000s yeah. kind of type stuff. Um, starring Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Larissa Olenek, David Crumholtz, Gabrielle Union, Larry Miller, Allison Janney, and many more. I, this, honestly, the cast is 
pretty freaking it's, it's good. Pretty, it's pretty it stacked for, yeah. for the time period. Well, especially you get to see, like, this is Heath Ledger's first uh, American movie. Yeah. Not ever a movie. He did a few in Australia. Because he's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but like, you get a 19. lot of these... Yeah, you get these stars that will later. He, he's a heartthrob in that. So I did, although I did yeah. see something when I was looking up, they were like, oh, this was, you know, the breakout role for Joseph Gordon Levitt. I was like, well, hold on, now, hold on, hold Not on. Not really. He'd been on Third Rock or yeah. Third Rock from the Sun for like mm-hmm. four years at this point. Like yeah. Angels in the Outfield. Like, dude's been I was going to say Angels in the Outfield. Dude's yeah. been working for like nine years. Like, what the heck? <laughs> maybe I guess this was the first role when he was like starting to grow up a little bit, maybe. Maybe, but I mean, I like, know. Third Rock, he. he did third rock before the, it and, a, after, and after it, it. yeah mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. whatever whoever said that was stupid <laughs> stupid yeah um, <laughs> the budget was 30 million dollars with a domestic box office of 38 million 53 million worldwide so it didn't make a ton of money not, i mean but not, it's a it's a rom-com i don't i don't know if like rom-coms are like generally make a lot of money, money anyway well okay so i have a theory and i didn't look up a lot of like bunch of them but like the um she's all that with Rachel Lee Cook yeah. came out in january of 99 uh-huh. This came out. There was like three or four movies. Oh, what didn't the uh, can't, can't hardly can't wait? Because that's watching um, that film. That's all I could think about during like the party sequence or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was like, all I can think about now is can't hardly wait. My problem. Have y'all seen not another teen movie? Yes. No. Uh, I keep conflating like funny parts <laughs> from not another teen movie where they spoof a lot of these movies uh-huh. to the actual movie. And I'm like, where's the scene where the guy, Oh no, that's not another that's teen movie. That's what I'm thinking yeah, that and like scary movie and, yeah. and yeah. some of those that have just like some of the spoofs in there. Yeah. 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 But uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know if like in 99, it was like the teen rom-com. Cause you think American pie came out 2000, I believe. Well, so you like had the, what the, the uh, Leo, Romeo and Juliet came out somewhere mm-hmm. around this. Romeo plus Juliet. That's yes. that's it. But <laughs> yeah, well, see, yes. I, I tend to think and that, that, that was 1996, by the way. Okay, yeah, that was a little earlier. I tend to think of it in the same way, that, like Spy Family. You don't say Spy X Family. Yeah, I try to ignore the plus sign. Because well, because well, because there's so many Romeo and Juliet. Th- Films. Mm-hmm. Romeo right. plus Juliet is actually like. But, but once you say Leo, it yeah, yeah, narrows it down. It narrows it down <laughs> pretty quick. I love that movie. Unironically, I'm not you a huge would. fan of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about our overall thoughts. What did what did everybody think about the movie? Mm, I think this movie is fine. Uh, okay. I don't think it ages very well. So I watched it when it first came out, you know, back mm. in like 2000 or 1999, 2000, somewhere around somewhere there. Right, I yeah. it. When it came out to rent or came. And I was, cable. I was too, I was really too young to watch it at the time. Cause I was like maybe 10 or 11, mm-hmm. but I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really watching. 14. <laughs> Yeah, yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. I was like, hold on, wait, wait. No, no, wait. You know See, I just so took I it at face value. He's like, he knows his own age. I'm not going to question him on it. <laughs> no, I don't. Just you're 30, me. right? <laughs> How does it work? <laughs> yeah. We struggle with math tonight. Know, but watching it with like a modern lens, obviously, mm-hmm. there's just some jokes that just don't land. Sure, yeah. But it's I mean, really, that's like endemic of anything. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But watching it, the plot progresses so like quickly mm-hmm. where there's just like, I feel that there should have been a couple extra scenes in there to give us like some context of like, Oh, they actually did like talk in between this scene. What's and a, right. like, Oh, now they're just on a date or now they're at the prom. And it's, it's a like, pretty mm-hmm. short movie. It's hour 35, something like that. Something like it's, that pretty yeah. short. it's a pretty short movie. Like it could have probably stood for another 15 minutes. Well, if you watch like the, there's some, uh, there's bloopers, some bloopers during the, the credits, yeah, you can of, see a lot of scenes fun. that never made it into the movie. Mm-hmm. So again, something from the nineties, like bring it back, bring back bloopers, baby. I don't, I don't care yeah. if you have to manufacture no, them because like everyone Pixar. hits you know skip to next episode or whatever yeah but see i like they don't when, like watch credits when this hit yeah. it didn't do where it normally shrinks the credits down to the site because you had the bloopers, you had so the bloopers actually yeah. watch all the credits i like mm-hmm. like bring it back yeah. yeah but to that point i bet there's a lot that's left on the cutting room floor they probably had to hit a short 
runtime. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And th- that's the thing is like I'm trying not to judge it too harshly on sure. that. Well, okay. What did you like about it? Let's start there. Then. Um, I thought. I mean, I thought Julia Stiles did really good. Mm-hmm. Um, she Julia she Stiles. plays that character really really well. Yeah, and she she kind of has played that character. In every other film that she's done. For like, most of her career. For most of her career. Not everything. Uh, Heath Ledger, I thought he was really good, but I don't. I think he was underutilized. Mm-hmm. Just well, because, he's, like, he's, he's almost, he's not really a main character. He's sense. not. He's very much to the side for most of the film. Yeah. Right. Without giving too much away. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, like, you know, kind of like when I, when I mentioned, like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, mm-hmm. there, like, that movie, you still get a lot of, like, nuance for each character, where this one, you don't get a lot of that. And now, granted, I think Fast Times is a f- is a longer film. Oh, let's find out. Uh, and I think it, also, it feels longer. It feels longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, can't hardly wait. Was nineteen ninety eight? Because I looked it up. Because like, yeah, this is mm, all right yeah. in the same block, right in the same era. But yeah, you get you get a lot of those kind of nuanced characters in Fast Times. Where this one, it no. just feels kind of like it's, it's shorter by like five. Oh months. well, I don't know oh. then. But <laughs> <laughs> no excuse. Don't know. Either way, they spent more time on characters in Fast Time than it, it, it really like feels it. like the movie for Ten Things doesn't really even kick off until about thirty or forty minutes into the movie. Yeah. Well, I feel like the the core of the story that you take away from it is the back half. And yeah. the front half is all kind of almost set up, awkward setup for it. Yeah, and you're just like, well, get to the part that I re- that I remember that I yeah. like, you know? Yeah. Well, and and I feel like just because it dilly dallies for too long, it gets it does get kind of boring at the start, A and then bit. at the end, you're like, oh, okay, I remember. It's this like is where going. I enjoyed yeah, it. it's like yeah. going by the time mm-hmm. we're getting close to the end. There's yeah. definitely a a way to do the introduction of this movie faster. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I don't know, I'm. I would probably recommend it to someone that would want to like that mm-hmm. just likes these kind of older rom-coms or whatever. Yeah. But you, you got to caveat it with, I think the modern lens is I, I'm curious when your one star review was made. Uh, I'd have to look it up, but it was, if probably, it was on IMD, it's probably when it came out. They were talking awesome. about going to the theater to okay, see it with yeah. their kids. Yeah, so cause, like, cause it's, I almost wonder about that sometimes when we pull one stars of older films and mm-hmm. it's like, is this someone who watched this like later? last week? And they're like, I don't understand the co- like the comedy in this is horrible. From yeah. you know your perspective as like an eighteen year old or something at this point at time, right? I yeah, don't know. yeah. Uh, no, so for me, um, I I have this this movie. I will fully admit is not a great film. Right? <laughs> there are some acting that's like all over the place. I mean, the pacing is kind of weird. Yeah. but it always holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, I have a soft spot for it, I guess, because I uh, saw this in theater when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was a sophomore. I was the same age as Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. And you had, the, a, you had a crush on. Uh, I had a crush on a girl who I will not name, but she looked exactly like Alyssa Olenek. Oh, Larissa okay. Olenek. Yeah. Who was Alex Mack from Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had a crush on her when she was Alex Mack when I was like seventh, eighth yeah. grade. I get to high school where where I'm from. I, I went to city school. There was a bunch of county schools. High school was like all eight yeah, grade all schools together, come yeah. together. I see this girl in my grade who looks exactly like Larissa Olenek, and I'm floored, right? So my crush in ninth grade and 10th grade when this movie came mm-hmm. out was her, right? Oh, wow. So I'm like in the theater going like, yes, yes. You know, like, <laughs> it can like, be done. Yeah, it can be done. I had a girl in one of my classes sophomore year who was Julia Stiles. She was essentially a upperclassman mm-hmm. who was taking a, uh, it was like an elective her senior year yeah. of, you know, like pass, like pass. you got to graduate. Yeah. She was reading Sylvia Plath. She was like <laughs> listening to bikini kill. She was not in the mood to be in with a bunch of 10th graders. Yeah. And so we all were like, Ugh, 
this girl. You well, know, she's also just like, ugh. Yeah, because <laughs> she's so like just Debbie Downer over here. And so when I saw this in, in 10th grade, and like I hinted to earlier, like my high school was very clicky. It was, yeah. these are the goth kids. These are the cowboys. Mm. These are the kids that do shop class. Here's mm -hmm. the jocks. Here's we the didn't nerds. We did have shop class at Oak Mountain. Right. Y'all just doing coke in the hallways. Just like losing your mind. They the material. <laughs> it's just, powder, it's just <laughs> a snow air, drift. The air kicks on it. And, yeah, it's just <laughs> 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 and the teacher's like, we're going to learn fast today. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah. As, as much of a stereotype as this movie is, it's based off of, to me, some reality. It's, yeah, it's obviously yeah. a hyper real version of, you know, what's going on. But like, of course, yeah, it's traumatized. There was, all, there was always the new kid, like Heath Ledger, who's like, who's this guy? Where's he from? And the, the yeah. rumors start up of like, mm. I heard he was. He, I, I do love all the yeah. rumors that that, he that pop get. up around. Yeah, him. it's pretty good. But okay, so to come back to my point here, like I I thought this movie was hilarious and mm -hmm. great when I saw it in tenth grade, and yeah. it really resonated. This is probably the first time I've seen it since mm -hmm. all the way through. I've yeah. probably caught a piece of like it here and here or there. Or there. Yeah. Uh, and so as an adult <laughs> watching it, <laughs> it's wild because I remember when I was a kid, I did not care for Julia Stiles in this movie. I think it's because she reminded me too much of this girl that was yeah, in my class, makes right? Sense. And I thought the story with, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Larissa Alanik was like, that's the, the core key. of the movie. Oh, it's, it's super Why are we weird. wasting our time on yeah. this, you know, this yeah. Heath Ledger and this other girl stuff? Now I'm like... It's similar to we reviewed uh, Star um, Stardust, right? Yeah. And he has that moment where uh, in that it's, movie it flips, yeah, where it flips, and they're like, "What do you like about this girl?" And he has nothing to yeah, like nothing say. To say. In this movie, I'm looking at uh, Larissa Elena going like, "Why does he even like her? Like she's just <laughs> she's cute, just, yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing, there's no, there's you nothing know. there. She's vapid. Well, yeah. Her name. Sorry, I'm trying to remember the name. Bianca. 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 Yeah. Well, so why does Cameron like Bianca? And it's like she's cute. She's cute. That's it. And so as a kid who was that age who had a crush on someone yeah. that looked like him, the movie was a whole different experience this time. So I had a fun time re-experiencing uh, it from that perspective of going yeah. like, man, I, I also remembered it being way funnier than what it is. Like it, there's really not that funny of jokes in it. There's some jokes. There's a couple, like, like it's calling it a rom-com is almost stretching. It's a little, term it's, a little. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely moments I laughed. Oh yeah. And like, uh, uh, Larry Miller, who plays the dad. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's always Holy great. He's fantastic. Larry, right? he, he has the best jokes in the film. Right, and it's he. He's kind of the the comedic relief. I feel and like well, we're maybe it's just because we're around his age. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went and, from being Jordan Gosev Levert to now I'm Larry Miller. Like, <laughs> well, oh, we're, my we're, daughters. <laughs> we're all that you know. We're all jaded millennials at this point, right. and we're just like, yeah, man, I hear you. <laughs> oh man, but he yeah. when he starts going off on one of his rants. I'm just like. Mm, this is uh, <laughs> too this close is to home. Too close here. I don't, I don't know how I feel here. But I would, in terms of like recommending it to somebody, if you've never seen this movie, you just have to understand this is a time capsule, both in like and how movies were made and the subject matter and the jokes. And, and there's really like only one icky part in the whole film. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, it's fine. It, it's, for the most part, it's like, Wow, we're really pushing the boundaries here. And yes, there's one part definitely like, for a PG thirteen where you're like, "Whoa, they did that!" Yeah, yeah. holy, okay. okay and then, so, yeah. What, what about you, that. Stephen? Uh, so I unironically love this film. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, which is fine. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's one of those things where there's a certain set of kind of like teen—not just I won't say teenage, but but 
teenage rom-com type films yeah. Yeah, that they hit. Can't hardly wait to one of them, right? Hit the mm-hmm. right time as I'm going into high school. Ten yeah. things I hate about the Euro trip. Well, that's Euro the same well, thing. Euro trips, a little bit. It's not really a rom-com, but a little bit. It's, it's more of a... It's got a, it's got romance in there. Well, it's kind of like comedy. For, for me, it was <laughs> like just comedy. The American Pie movies were like, I've said this before on the cast, like that one came out when I was a senior and they were seniors. Yeah. The sequel comes out and they're in college and mm-hmm. I'm in college. The sequel to that it comes out. up perfectly. They're getting married. All my friends are getting married. And yeah. so it, it was one of those movie series that I fully admit it's probably, it's not, you know, the first, the first American Kane Pie or anything. The first <laughs> like, American Pie is fun. Yeah. yeah. But it also has some problematic humor oh, and things of that nature. Yeah. But it, it hit at the right time, like mm-hmm. you're saying with Can't Hardly Wait and 10 but, Things. But one of the cool things about rewatching this now, right, is watching it be like, it's so weird to watch a movie set in high school where all the actors are actually teenagers. Or close to it. Close to yeah. it. So, so um, uh, Larissa was, she's 21, I think, or 20, whenever. She, she that old, yeah. I don't know if she's that old or not. I know Gabriel Union's 26 when this was uh, Heath Ledger was. 19. Yeah. He's a teenager. Yeah. He's that's, a teenager. He's still yeah. a teenager. Like uh, Julia Stiles is 17 or either 17 or 18 and Joseph Gordon's 17 this or 16. This isn't Dawson's was, Creek where 30-year-olds right, are exactly, like in high school. Yeah. Uh, Larissa was born in 1981. So she's a year older so than me. 18. So she would have been she would have been basically a junior when I was she's, a senior. Yeah, she's eighteen. So, yeah, this or when well, I was no, a sophomore. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, eighty one. Eighty one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Also, this was filmed before ninety nine. The year before, so she's probably probably seventeen when this was filmed. So like, they're basically the whole cast is teenagers, which is kind of refreshing to see. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, it's the Dawson's <laughs> Creek, which I love the dad reference to the Dawson's Creek yeah. in the film, uh, where it's like, yeah, it's, this is not what high schoolers look like. I don't remember high schoolers looking like 26 year olds. I was like, you need to shave in between takes, bro. Uh, but, <laughs> I got to pick up my kids after this take. Yeah. Wait and a it's, minute. It's also fun to watch this kind of film now where like, Obviously, we know you know what Heath Ledger's career did from here. Yes, we've, we've yeah. seen Julia Stiles, but also just seeing you know other random people in this film and being like, uh, it never hit with me that David Cromwell's like, oh, there's there's Bernard from uh, Santa Claus. Oh yeah, yeah, same same guy. It's like, whoa, oh, that's kind of cool to see you know this person out here you know, working and, and oh, doing yeah. other films just kind of out there. But he started talking. I was like, hold on. I know this voice. I know that guy. I know well, that guy. And like my wife made the comment cause we watched it together. Cause she loves this movie. Yeah. Um, Heath Ledger, you know, is like at that stage where he's like, he's still a heartthrob, but he's acute. Cause he's young. Yeah. She's yeah. like, look, he's still got like freckles. Cause he, did, he has uh-huh. like, these, like freckles <laughs> on his nose. And it did. I was, I remember again because I watched it when I was a sophomore. He looked like an older yeah. classman, upperclassman, uh-huh. and watching it now, he looks like a child to me. Like he looks like he a baby, a child. Yeah. and he's nineteen. Child. And it's 19. like it's crazy to see because you can see just in the bone structure of his mm-hmm. face, like he's not done growing up yet yeah. when he made this movie. But and that's it, just wild to me. In terms of like recommendations, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's. We've already covered this. It's time capsule. It's got some of its own little quirks that you're going to have to just accept going into. But I think in terms of seeing it as, you know, a a modern retelling of Taming of the Shrew that follows the story really well, which is kind of a, could be a treat for someone. Yeah. Uh, And also just, I think the the actual core piece of the story is really good Mm -hmm. and really well done. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's, it's totally worth a watch. What if, instead of 10 reasons 
to hate us. <laughs> we had over a hundred reasons to love us. Over one hundred. Over one hundred. I like that. That's a lot of episodes. That is a lot of episodes. That's yeah. right. That's a lot of content. If you want to check out all of our previous episodes, go to spoilersintendedpodcast.com. We've got all of our prior episodes on there. We're just waiting to be listened to. We also have a Discord that you can come and join on. We have yeah. over a hundred topics that you, can, <laughs> you can join in. Do we? No, I don't no, know. Okay. Maybe. Probably not. I'll give you ten reasons to follow us on social. One, it's a lot of fun. Two, we have both Facebook and Instagram. Three, we post what we're going to watch the next week. Four, uh, <laughs> we post behind-the-scenes stuff. Five, it'd be really cool if you did that. Six, please share. Seven, uh, comment, we, comment, comment. You can comment, and that's a really cool thing you can do on the internet. Uh, eight, <laughs> you can also like things with a thumbs up, and that's like such a cool thing to put out into the world. Share, and please share. Nine, uh, it's great to. <laughs> it's free. It's free. It's free. Ten, just do it, please. Okay. That was amazing. That was terrible. While Ryan is trying to come up with 10 reasons, the song in the background, she's like, I want you to love me. And I'm like, I'm begging you. I'm begging you, please like us on social. Um, Yeah. So this is the spoiler wall. We are past it now in case you have graduated tell. from the spoiler zone into the, sp- no, the pre-spoiler zone into the spoiler zone? How's this work? Uh, who knows? Whatever. The spoilers are coming We're up. If you don't now. want any spoilers, stop right now. If you do, keep listening. Uh, let's jump into a little bit of trivia, okay? All right. mm-hmm. The entire film was shot using real locations. No sets were used. That makes sense. That's yeah. actually pretty, imp- I mean, even for stuff like a classroom, yeah. it's still kind of impressive because when you have to maneuver, you know, camera camera and a crew around, right. just a classroom isn't really the right size. There, there's so many movies that the set you think is a location, but it's not because they've taken the ceiling out mm-hmm. or they've knocked out that, a wall so they can get a shot. Two need. walls yeah. missing, yeah. This, they were like, nope, just drive around and find us some places to shoot at. When you think about it, it's really like four locations. You got the school, mm-hmm. the, the house, the house. You got uh, the, the house the, with the party, the house the, with the party, the, the theater and then with the, the prom. prom, the prom, and then there's just kind of like the outdoor Some areas. Outdoor areas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you're not really like. I mean, yeah, and if you're all around Seattle, like Seattle's already kind of. Uh, did they shoot in Vancouver? Or did they actually shoot in Seattle? Oh, no, they, they shot, shot in, in Seattle. Seattle. They did? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, as I said before, Heath Ledger, this is his first American movie. Um, Heath Ledger improvised the moment where uh, Patrick starts playing with the fire in that take where they're introducing oh, really? his character. That's amazing. And I'm like, that's a good improv because uh-huh. it, it really tells you a lot about his character, his character immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I I didn't realize, I mean, obviously I didn't look up trivia for before, but like the improv of that is crazy because that's such a good introduction to him mm-hmm. that, that I can't even imagine if he didn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. why. Um, so Heath Ledger beat out Josh Hartnett and Ashton Kutcher for the role of Patrick. Good, good casting choice. Yeah, definitely a good casting choice because he, he has the kind of bad boy feel. Right. Where like Ashton Kutcher, he's too, um, he's too soft. He's too goofy, funny. Yeah. yeah, Good guy. It's the, it's the long hair. It is. Where Heath Ledger pulls off both pulls off long hair, but also that's enough well, of the bad boy. Well, because he has the jawline. Yeah. Yeah. And like Josh Hartnett can play serious, but like not bad boy really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Heath yeah. Ledger, especially with the hair, was like just mm-hmm. perfect casting. Yep. Um, so the scene in which Cat reads the 10 Things poem at the end. Which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Was the first and only take. Oh, wow. Cat's uh, tears towards the end were real and were not planned. They didn't have that in the script. She did it. 
and they were like, cut print. It's good. <laughs> I mean, I, like it's, it's definitely one of those things where like, I'm not terribly invested in the characters yeah. of the film, but that moment particularly is so well acted oh, that, and, and that it's so emotional. Is it's so teared up. It's, yeah. It's yeah. hard to yeah. not tear up for it. Well, and again, back when I saw it as a sophomore, I was like, Oh, this girl, you know, yeah. cause <laughs> I was reminded of, but like this but time now, I'm yeah. like tearing up going yeah. like, <laughs> That was I was counting. I was like, that was ten things. That's the name of the movie. Um, She said it. It's the name of the movie. So according to Larissa Olenek, it was Julia Stiles who suggested uh, Frankie Valli's Can't Take My Eyes Off of You for Heath Ledger to sing on the football field. Th- yeah, that's another really so fun scene. So there's a lot of because I looked this up too. There's, yeah. there's actually a lot of different stories about how it evolved, mm-hmm. but the the main takeaway is the original plan that the crew had in mind, the actors kind of took it over and were like, that's not a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, I well, think, because, you know, I guess at this point, like they're the youngest ones there and like, they would maybe have a general idea well, of like, I'm trying to think of what the song it was, it was uh, one of the songs that had been suggested was like, when I think about you, mm-hmm. which is a little far. That's not, that's not very romantic. Yeah. yeah. It's a little, uh, it's pushing that, 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 beyond PG-13 discussion kind right. of thing. Yeah. When you get into the actual lyrics. Yeah. Well, yeah. So this last piece of trivia here, I think kind of ties into okay. a lot of that is that, so David Krumholtz, who plays Michael in the film, wrote a piece for Vulture explaining why he thought it worked so well. Like what, why is this mm-hmm. movie, you know, people still talking about it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he said it started because the entire cast was friends. He said, Joseph Gordon-Levitt turned me on to fish. I turned him on to Wu-Tang clan. Gabrielle union had us just in stitches. Julia Stiles brought her own brand of Soho bread, artistic intellectualism and intellectualism. He said <laughs> 17, mind you, cause I guess she was just 17. Uh, Larissa Olenek's laughter filled the room and we marveled at the tonedness of Andrew Keegan's muscles. <laughs> He's like, so <laughs> basically they had this little group of people and he said when filming began, they didn't have Heath Ledger. So he wasn't there initially. Mm. It was like they were filming all the scenes yeah. I guess, without him. Uh, and they were really worried about what his presence would do because they had such a good they were, dynamic. Yeah, fun, yeah. uh, but they said that uh, a few days later when he arrived, they found just another comrade immediately. And they said the group with Heath only got stronger. And before they knew it, the cast was experiencing uh, what he said he's found all too rare is a unified chemistry throughout the ensemble. That like, I think the, the chemistry is really It translates. Good. You can definitely film. tell, particularly with the chemistry between um, Larissa and um, Julia Stiles, and yeah. then obviously Julia Stiles oh, they, and um, Heath Ledger. They have yeah. some of the like the sister to sister scenes. Oh, they're great. I don't remember, you know, if, like from seeing this back when it came out or yeah. a little after it came out to to now, which I've seen it several times since. But those scenes didn't always like register, I guess. Yeah. Right. And like that sequence with them in her bedroom, where I was like, Oh, like this is a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it was, it was, it was a good scene. I, I, same way for me. I did not remember that scene sticking out. I, I just remember specific highlights mostly for the, probably because most of the times that I've watched the film has been with other people. We've been, you know, yucking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, in, yeah. Whenever you're watching it with the quotation marks, critical eye, to, you know, <laughs> to, to review it. <laughs> Why did you the, say it like that? <laughs> the critical eye. <laughs> I mean, it definitely has like a different, like you're, you're looking at it differently and you're trying For to sure. actually like break down scenes and that kind of stuff and yeah. kind of see like how they did it. Well, it always surprises me going back and watching, uh, God, I don't want to call them older films, but at this point they are is, older <laughs> films, yeah. films from the nineties Yes, when, you know, the films I grew up watching essentially mm-hmm. and you watch it now as an adult and you're like, man, there's a lot, like there's a lot of like heart in this film that yes. I don't expect because what I remember as a kid or as you a, weren't paying yeah, attention to high those moments 
those weren't the moments that hit. Yeah. It was the the yeah. funny or or whatever else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the hot chick, or you know. Yeah. So one of my one of my favorite bits of the whole that that recurs is mm-hmm. the is Mr. Morgan or Daryl um, Mitchell, I think. Oh, the teacher. Yeah, the yeah. the teacher man. He English is. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. His, his bits are he's just like. Get out of my get out of my classroom! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm genuinely excited about the assignment. Get out! Get, get out! out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. Um, okay, so since we're past the spoiler wall, quick question: So, what what is the scene y'all are talking about that doesn't age well? Um, whenever she teacher. flashes the that's teacher. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what it was, but I had this moment when you got, both were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, maybe there's another one because no, I think it's that one. There's really could... nothing else that's like truly inappropriate. That, that one's like, especially nowadays, where it's like, well, no matter what comes out of that, the teacher gets fired just by default. Well, it's true, but like, like no I will, not, I'll know? say this to defend the movie a little bit is it like they didn't play it for like the teacher being like, oh, Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So he was, that just he's happened. very much just like, oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, all right. Anyways, back to detention. Like it, it they don't play it up as like, yeah, a, a it's, creepy like he, he's got thing. a creep on the, the no. Yeah. Like yeah. in the high school. And it's yeah. all like, and there's no, um, you don't see uh, anything. Yeah, well, obviously you don't see anything, sure. but like it's, it's not one of those like scenes where she is goaded into doing it. Like she does that. Completely oh, right. It's a hundred percent her choice. Yeah, to her do agency it. Yeah. there, but it's, yeah. it's still just one of those things where it's like, you could have done it another way. They could have, but, but there had to it have does. Been a it shows way. the progress of time though. Cause if this was fast times, you would have actually seen, seen yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. Top comes off. And yeah. it would have been the, the bit would have been, they'd set up that this teacher had a crush on her exactly. earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. he would have oogle boogle, you know, yeah. over it. Yeah. So like this shows, this is <laughs> even as much ways, as this, this doesn't is progressive, age, even this, though it's, yeah, well, behind well, the times it kind now. of was just yeah. because like this was very you know punk rock at the time. Oh, it's, and I mean, very it's, it's a very compared very to what punk you're rock film. Yeah. I mean, you think about the lead character of that Julia Stiles is playing, where mm-hmm. like she's just like basically radical feminist. Yes, yeah. Uh, you have a lot of sequences. You know, we already talked about the sister and sister talking, mm-hmm. uh, where you have a lot of scenes that just there's no men. It's just. Yeah, the women talking to the women, Not which in '99, pretty kind know. of rare in a yeah. lot of ways, especially for it is pretty. What rare. is essentially a rom com? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think one of the things I really like about this film mm-hmm. is that all of the people who are, let's say, core to the main characters' lives, yeah, get a good turn out of it. Yeah. So like William, who's just kind of a side character, who in a lot of films would be kind of a throwaway, he gets kind of yeah. a, a happy ending. Yeah. yeah, you get a good turn with the father. And his daughters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get a good turn with the two sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you get a good turn with Cameron and Bianca, and then also Cat um, and Cat uh, and uh, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. I, it, it's so weird because he doesn't look like he's a just, Patrick. He, he does. Yeah. Around. He doesn't look like a Patrick, <laughs> and they almost never really reference his they name. They don't say no. his name a whole yeah. I, I don't think I ever knew his name until like the end of the, this watching where they're like, oh, yeah, and Patrick. Like, who the heck? Patrick. <laughs> they should have called him Verona by his last name. They or something. Called, that's a much yeah. cooler name. It, right? it seems like a dude looks like that and would then, go by Verona. And then over there you know? is just this Verona. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, my thing too is that like when you look at the plot, right? There are definitely the the underpinnings of what would I think if you saw this and didn't know that it was based off Taming of the Shrew, yeah. you'd be like, oh, of course, there's going to be a misunderstanding. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she's going to be mad. Then they're going to get together. And this is a tale that's 300-something years yeah, old. And or you yeah, you realize, yeah. oh, yeah, wait, <laughs> this is a 300-year-old story. <laughs> this is, like, the Shakespeare version is the Taming of the Shrew is probably why that's a trope in it, it romantic yeah. stories. Everything else, yeah. yeah. Where you, have the, you have to have the yeah. misunderstanding, and then you have to have the turnaround. Yeah. 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 But it is... I, I, 
you know, it's very similar to, like I mentioned earlier, like um, uh, she's all that mm-hmm. uh, with Rachel Lee Cook, where it's like, it's a, it's a, it's not the same exactly, but it's like, here's this girl. I'm going to make you a bet. You can't make her prom queen. Mm-hmm, and she's yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. So she's absolutely smoking hot, even though she's <laughs> wearing so, glasses and overalls. Right? It's so <laughs> stupid. Well, that, not that, a lot of room to. Yeah. That premise of like, well, you know, she's it was the, dumb. She's like, the awkward girl. It's like, this girl would have ruled any high school she yeah, moved easy. into. It's, it's like, the same you thing. You took as, her glasses off and took the ponytail. <gasps> yeah. Come on, it's dude. It's the same thing as Princess Diaries. Like, Anne Hathaway sure, yeah. is a smoke show in yeah, there. Yeah. She, has, she has frizzy hair and glasses. It's the same setup of like, I bet you money this can happen. Happen, then they fall in love, and then when she finds out it was all because of a bet, they get upset, yeah. and then they come back at well, the end. So and I like, like the reconcile. play where it's Cameron and William kind mm. of driving. Uh, I can't remember the other uh, Tony? Tony. Tony is it Tony? Ch- I'm looking. I'm gonna call Chachi. Tony Chach- Chachi. <laughs> or Tony Chachery. That's not uh, Joey. Right. Joey. 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 I knew there was yeah. an E at the but end. They're, kind of, they're trying to you know manipulate him. Into pay because they can't afford it. Yeah, so they, well, how yeah, do we right. get somebody else to afford it? We, for need, us? To, we need to have an idiot do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still the the scene where William goes and sits down at their table is so good and like dude's just like talking to him while he's just drawing well, dick on his face. Like uh, I have that on my face. Piece of trivia that I skipped over just to get to like the good stuff. Uh, Andrew Keegan apparently who played Joey uh-huh. did not know how to draw genitals for that scene. So innocent. So, so David Crumholtz, who gets it drawn uh-huh. on his face, had to teach him how to do it. <laughs> and then he did it. And I'm like, how do you not know how to draw genitals? Like this is like kids in well, like grade school 101. But it's like, also one of those things where it's this is the kind of film where like, you know, when you were in college, oh, someone yeah. passed out, you draw a dick on his face. This right, is the yeah. kind of film that that drove that trend in a way, you oh, know what for I mean? Sure. So yeah. I always laugh in the whenever I see like these kind of movies and stuff because mm-hmm. like the cool guy has the cool car and he's driving a Camaro. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's like Andrew, the biggest piece of garbage. Again car. though, that was the <laughs> car you, you drove school, when I was a sophomore. It was like the seniors yeah. had that car, and again, seniors were dating the sophomore girls, just like he's yeah, going yeah. after uh, Bianca, Bianca, and it's like he's got the Camaro, or like you know, <laughs> how, do you, how do you compete? How do I compete with that? I couldn't even go to prom. He's gonna invite her to prom. I know. Oh, yeah. So I had a question about that. Oh, that, I will say that um, yeah. uh, Heath Ledger's Bronco is very cool. Oh, that's an awesome it's Bronco. Awesome Good looking Bronco. Bronco. When he pulls lifted. up for the first time in that thing, I was like, oh, I missed that Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a good look. Yeah. Uh, so this, I asked my wife this because I was like, okay. maybe rules are different at this, you know, school. Yeah. So at my school, it was like only seniors go to the senior prom. The only way you go to the senior prom oh, is if you get invited by the senior. My wife and I actually had this exact conversation. Yeah. So th- that's the rule, right? Interesting. If you, okay. if you go to senior prom, you have to be invited or go as a date of a senior. So, it's the so senior for, prom. for us, it was not a senior prom. It was mm-hmm. a senior junior. Yeah, so oh, okay. that's so, how it was for us. But like it was still you, the same drill. Like if you were a freshman, like you got going, invited right? to yeah. go. Yeah, like when I was a freshman and like – Two girls are get like invited. Like, whoa, what's like, what's going on? So she makes the comment of, "I'm the only sophomore girl going." Uh I immediately interpreted it like my high school. Like, oh well, uh, Joey, a senior, Uh has invited her. Then when Joey doesn't take her. Cameron asks her. Yeah, it's like, how did he's you He's a sophomore. <laughs> I thought, like, I was reading it. It's like, he See, was, what's, is what's he a senior? Is, I don't know. They don't really ever establish what grade no, they don't transferring in at. That is true. But the assumption but the I assumption had the whole movie. Yeah. My the assumption is age. he's the same age. Well, yeah, because, like, he was matched. tutoring her. Yeah, but, yeah, like, but that he, doesn't He tried mean, to teach himself well, French to get Yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's like, can you tutor someone in your own grade? Well, I mean, you could do, like, a study I mean, I guess. 
Yes, you can. To your point, yeah, <laughs> this is your is, question. Yeah, but yeah, yes. no, like so. Yeah, at Oak Mountain, it was definitely more like where, Coke Mountain. Coke am Mountain. I right? Just saying Coke Mountain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, at, at our high school, yeah. uh, you could. It was basically sophomore and, or senior and junior could mm-hmm. go if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then if you invited someone that's a, a sophomore or freshman, then they could go. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I couldn't just be like, oh, a freshman couple show yeah. up to the prom. Yeah, it just doesn't work that what way. What's going to happen? That's but why yeah. homecoming exists. My, my, exactly. Yeah. Or like the the fall dance or like the spring fling. We just had homecoming and prom. We, we had, had like four dances a year, had, but there were like three minor ones and then prom. Homecoming prom. There's the what's the one where the the girls are supposed to ask the guys? Oh, White um, Valentine. No, no, no it starts with no. an S, I think. Yeah, it's like oh, it's Sadie Hawkins. Sadie Hawkins. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, probably have, a very southern thing. It probably <laughs> it is. No, we know the name of it. Yes, I do declare. Let's go to Sadie Hawkins. The dance where uh, only couples would go because that was the only way that a girl was actually going to ask a guy to do something in high school. Yeah. Right. You know, because social norms. Yeah. yeah back, in the ni- back in the late Societal 90s, Societal pressure, 2000s. the patriarchy, et cetera. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that tripped me up about like, so wait, if she's not going with Joey, how are these two sophomores going? And that's when I had the realization of like, I don't think we've said what grade Cameron's, Cameron's in. in. Yeah. yeah, He just looks like a child, so I assume he's not a senior. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Gardelevitt does look very young in this. He just kind of looks young yeah. for the most, in like general, most of the yeah. time. Generally. Yeah. He's just he's so scrawny. Yeah, he's really small. Like yeah. you can, yeah. You're like, man, he's so little. But again, I weighed like 120 pounds when I was a sophomore. So, so, I'm like, so what cracked me up is yeah. we got on this thing where Lauren's like, well, how tall is uh, David Crumholtz? Because mm-hmm. you know, like in Santa Claus, he just he's, he seems really tall. And we were talking about it, like, oh, it's because a lot of the secrets that he's in, he's just surrounded by children because it's the elves. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he towers over and like, yeah, Tim Allen's taller than him, but yo, I'm, okay, surprise, yeah, David <laughs> Crumholtz, like, same size as the Rock, I like, bet. He's like five six or something. Yeah. Like, oh, because he's just surrounded by children. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also always get a kick out of the guidance counselor in this, dude. Oh, Miss Perky. Yeah. By, uh, um, Which she oh, she name? blew up in uh, West Wing like right after this. Allison oh, really? Janney. She's yeah. great. Everything I've ever Scoot. seen her in, she's hilarious. Well, also like yeah. what a you know given the current year right yeah. the current mm-hmm. couple of years where everyone's all about the the spicy fantasy yeah and mm-hmm. like you she's over here writing just this is horrible romance just, book and it's like <laughs> is this modern day yeah <laughs> some things never change nope. yeah i always got a kick out of that also. yeah allison janney's great everything i've pretty much ever seen her in she's always mm-hmm. really but really also good. a lot of the scenes with her in it are probably something that that parent would complain about oh, oh i'm sure that's why but like if you brought yeah. your 12 year old that probably also just goes right over the 12 year old's yeah, head just have well, no idea presumably or they're asking questions like i don't want to have to answer this when i found the one star review i was like nc17 i was like there's first off there's no nudity you're being ridiculous because there's zero nudity in the entire movie but she flashes someone yeah it's the implication then (laughs) when i was thinking about like so what what happened in this movie that was like really really bad i was like nothing not really like they discuss julia styles discusses having but but she doesn't say it explicitly that she lost her virginity to tony to joey Joey. Tony. 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 Hey. Tony. She, it's implied, though. It is. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. Well, no, and I mean, she did, but she didn't say it directly. She didn't, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, even that, they, like, imply it. They, mm-hmm. they, they say it, they but kinda, they don't. They kind of dance around a yeah, little bit. They skirt around a it's, lot of, They were like, like we did really what everyone call. else was doing, and I didn't yeah. want to do it anymore. It's kind of how that she he, says it. You know, got mad at her or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's right. still a really good conversation. And so I was like, NC-17, what's this lady seeing in this movie that's like. It's probably probably the guidance counselor and flashing. Okay, now, those, are, those, are the two, those are the two big, like, overtly funny is, sexual things. Again, yeah. going back to, you know, me seeing this 
before. Like, yeah. I remember the flashing sequence. And even then, it was kind of like, whoa, what are we doing here? Yeah. But I did not remember anything about the guidance counselor. So watching it now, I was like, what in the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't remember any of that from the first time I watched it. And yeah. I was, yeah, watching it, I was like, oh, oh, okay, this is that kind of this movie. Is yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. This, is, this, is made, this is made for Disney. So which, which I was going to ask about that. Of like, that's crazy to me that Disney, but Disney had a moment in like the like late nineties. We got to get edgy to keep up with Nickelodeon. Well, yeah. They started green lighting stuff that like you look back and you're like, Disney did that. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Well, so, um, so this totally, um, tangent. To- yeah, totally not related to what we're just talking about. But every time I watch these films mm-hmm. and I see like big sweeping shots of like, I oh, just think about like, how expensive how the helicopter expensive is. You're talking about was? the end with the band yeah. on top. Yeah. I looked at my wife and I go, that shot cost a hundred thousand dollars minimum back exactly. then. Exactly. Now you got drone technology. No, no, no. And yeah. It, you didn't, oh, you didn't see this. I, it wasn't, I didn't look at the IMDb trivia. I was just yeah. reading, cause I was looking up things about, the accurate. So I, I, like, I just daily, I just look up the things I hate about you. I never know. It comes up every once in a while. So that, so that shot costs five hundred thousand dollars. Easy. And well, because it's you have to get all the people up there. All the equipment. Assuming there's a roof hatch that they could maybe take well, equipment there's, up. There's a there's a ladder on the side of the roof. There is the right. shot. But like you have to fly chopper fuel. Yeah. How many takes did it take? Like so, so film. In an interview with the the lead singer for Letters to Cleo. Uh, she was like, yeah, you know, like they did that shot at the end and uh, like Disney had not signed off on it. They didn't give permission for the budget of that. <laughs> oh, wow. They just, he just went for So like, I was kind of laughing. It's a great talking, shot. You were talking about him. Like he dipped his toe into Hollywood and he went back to TV. Yeah. I wonder if that was one of those where Disney's like, what are you doing with your money? <laughs> It was like the end of production. He's like, you know what? Let's get a chopper in here. (laughs) But yeah, like now that you have drone technology. Oh, yeah. It it fixes all of this. Like Lord of the Rings, half the cost. No, yeah. Don't get me wrong. You still have to drag like amps and stuff up onto that roof. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, the cost of just putting a helicopter in the air versus a drone. Every time any of those big sweeping fantasy shots happen, I'm just like, man, this is so expensive in the 90s. The fuel (laughs) alone in a helicopter is insanely expensive. The the insurance of just being able to fly a helicopter. I mean, like so many parameters. Yeah. Like, well, and then you still have to have a camera on it. You have to have right. a, you have the, to have a rig you for it. Shooting like, that, yeah. Uh, like, just, there's just so many logistics. Yeah. It's just wild. We're, we're old. Back. All we see is just how expensive <laughs> it is now. All right. So real quick, Stephen, would you rewatch it? I mean, I rewatch it all the time. Obviously, Andrew, would you rewatch? Yeah, I'd rewatch it. it. Maybe not like every year, but I'd yeah. watch it every. You know, if someone's like, "Hey, let's throw on something. Well, and we want to watch a rom com." Yeah, well, like not? someone's like, "We want to watch a rom com." Like, okay, well, let's put on like a. Decent, like not something yeah, that's like, just gonna yeah, be miserable. Yeah. Right, we don't need. Yeah, ten uh, things I hate about you would be one that would make that. Yeah, list. I, I would Hugh, rewatch Hugh it. Grant going around being so befuddled. Love actually, love actually, I cannot stand that movie. Wait, there's another one, Notting Hill. There's that's a couple one. with him, him where Julia Roberts. Like, yeah, no, this, uh, Hugh Grant had a moment where it was four like, weddings and a funeral. Is he? Yes, I'll look it up. Yes, there's another one too where it was like. There's not, one from the early nineties, not Miss America, but something like that. Where's another one that that's not Julia Roberts? Is he in uh, Miss Congeniality with uh, Sandra Bullock? Yeah, yeah it is Hugh Grant in it Four is? Weddings and Funeral. Okay, oh, Four Weddings. I don't think he's in Miss Congeniality. He was rampant in the nineties in rom-coms, oh, yeah. and it's just like Bleh. he found his stick and he made a lot of money off of it. Or maybe but it's yeah. just rom-coms with uh, numbers in the title. It could be. How to lose a guy in ten days. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's do a uh, Venn diagram and let's find out like all the ones that start with numbers, which ones are schmarmy and terrible. Oh my god, it's a circle! It's one circle. There's no Venn diagram. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I would rewatch it. I think the same thing of like, if I have to put on a rom-com or something, this is, it's, you know, easy on, enough to watch. It's on the short list. Top, top five yeah. choice of like, hey, you, we need to watch rom-com. Yeah. Well, there's, it's, it's five, also, here's the five I want to watch. You don't have to pay laser-focused attention to it. No. You know what I mean? Once, you could like have a popcorn, talk to somebody. Once you, you know, know roughly the idea, and it, it yeah. has a couple of really big, like his his singing sequence, right? It's just mm-hmm. a really cool. Like, yeah, you're you're going to sit down and watch that, that you want to yeah. watch, but for the most part, as long as you know the general story, if you've seen it before, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. Let's talk about our Patreon. Ooh, Patreon for just one dollar, you get access dollar. to a lot of content, and you directly support the cast. Now, what kind of content do you get? You get access to all of our bonus episodes, of which we upload a new one every month, at least one, guaranteed, guaranteed, and access to all of our back catalog of bonus episodes for just one dollar. You also get access to our commentaries, commentaries. where Patreon we do picks polls. Yep, Patreon picks polls, where you get to vote in what we're going to cover, I'll and patrons get early access to that. Go ahead, cut you off on commentary. Where we mystery science theater three thousand? Uh, Just get in here, Steve. Get in here. Roll around in. It. I, I was gonna wallow in it. Yeah, this is my playground now. What else do you get on the Patreon, Steve? <laughs> we about covered it. You get. <laughs> you get. He interrupted to be like, "Yeah, we're done. That's it." You get a warm, fuzzy feeling for supporting the show. It is for real the easiest way to directly support us, and we appreciate all our patrons and love them dearly. Very much. Very much. Yes. All right. Well, that sounds about like all the time we have. As always, follow us on social, leave us a review wherever you're listening now, and share us with a friend. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew. And I'm Steven. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs>